Hi, welcome to another episode of Down Murder Lane. Howdy. This is season two, episode 28. 28, what were you doing at the age of 28? Oh my God, let me think back. I was just like career girl. Me too. I was mm -hmm. planning my wedding. I was engaged. Yeah. I got engaged. I was a career girl, just working, working, working. Yeah. I felt like, do you ever look back at those, t like, like right now I'm 40. I look, I'm like, I feel like I should be more grown up in my head than I am right now. Oh yeah. Like I feel like when I look at somebody else who's 40, I'm like, oh, they got it together. But sometimes in my head, I'm no. like, I'm this still chasing is, boy bands. Like we're 40. Fine. I am a ridiculous human being. It's yeah. okay. You were pulling <laughs> draws out of a whiskey bottle. I was. I, I let my friend's daughter, Ruby, smear frosting all over my face so, on okay. my birthday. So I'm glad, like, you And I did it back it. to her, and we were laughing hysterically. With a, yeah. I was laughing with a 10-year-old girl, hysterically. Yeah. And it was it was all right. Okay, good. I'm glad we're there. It's fine. So 28. we're friends. Yeah, 28 was, yeah, same. I mean, I basically i am less mature right now than I, than I was at I was 28. 20. I know. Absolutely. Because we're acting more grown up. Now we just want to go back. <laughs> I was fronting. <laughs> okay. So last week I was on location in my hometown of Tampa, Florida, and today I'm going to discuss so Oh, yes, the case. Heather doesn't know anything about this nope. one. Um discuss the case of murderer Steven Lorenzo mm. and his accomplice Scott Schweikart. I think I I tried to pronounce or I looked it up, but fuck it, who cares. So, so this is courtesy of Papa Rudig. I mean, sorry, Papa Taylor. Yes, yeah, so when I went home or before I went home, my dad was like, "Listen, this is the case you listen, need to cover. Listen, Linda. Yeah. You need, you're going to cover this case. I'm like, okay, dad. And then while we were doing, like, I was looking up the addresses to go for the other case yeah. I'm going to do. He's like, oh, you should talk about this guy too. And this is that case. Okay. He's like, oh, this guy's in the news. So. All right, Mr. T. Yes. This one's for you, Ready dada. for some good shit. So sitting across from me is Heather. Sitting across from me is the lovely Jessica. And this case is batshit crazy. It's still an open case. So are you ready to take a trip with us? Oh, I'm ready. Down Murder Lane. All right, so to get started, our favorite segment, West Dallas or Florida. Can't wait. And I have to though, I have to give a shout out. Andy is on fire with sending us. He's on fire, Andy. Like, um, and fuego. Oh, what did I say? He, Fireball. Like, for send, <laughs> sending us, like, articles and stuff. He finds good shit. He does. I don't know where he finds his stuff. Maybe our research department. I know. We uh, should hire him. We don't have any money, but we yeah. should hire him. Okay. R&D department. Andy. Okay, so last week, sheriff deputies gave a driver a citation after catching them traveling on a sidewalk to avoid traffic congestion. So this car was driving on a sidewalk. Okay. So there's too much traffic. Yeah. He's like, fuck this. I'm going on the yeah. sidewalk. Yeah. Good idea. Is he a Kia boy? <laughs> they do that. I know. They're driving on the fucking sidewalk. <laughs> okay. He's a Kia boy. So sure. In, in a Facebook post, the sheriff's office said it acted on a concerning email sent by a citizen the day prior, including dash cam video of a dark sedan that had been dry, seen driving on the sidewalk regularly during the morning rush hour. So this douchebag thinks that his time is better than everyone else's. Doesn't this like piss, it pisses me off. Okay. Oh my so, God. A deputy was dispatched to the location the following morning, witnessing the strange act for themselves around 7 a.m. and stopped the driver. So <laughs> this, the sheriff says this, we, we really shouldn't have to say this, but you are not supposed to drive a motor vehicle on a sidewalk. It's illegal and extremely dangerous. So thank you to the concerned citizen for bringing this to our attention. 
So where do you think this happened? I feel like it, if it was in West Dallas, I would have heard about it. So I'm going to say Florida. <laughs> There's so much construction in West Dallas right now. You probably almost have to drive on. This oh, was in Florida. This was in Sarasota, which is a oh, very nice bougie. area. So this guy, I, I don't know. I just I do guarantee like, you he was driving a luxury vehicle. It looks like a, it had it like the back of the car was blurred out. It's probably like a Mercedes. I'm sure. But it looked like a sedan, like a dark mm -hmm. sedan. But don't you ever, like when you're driving, do you ever see someone do something so fucking stupid? Yeah. Or like, like, why are you more where's the than cops? everyone else? Like, God, I wish there was a cop right now to pull you over. Right. Or like somebody who like drives in the, um, I saw it just this weekend. In the shoulder? Yeah. The shoulder, just to get around a big line of traffic. Like who makes you so important? Oh my God. That makes me so crazy. Anyways, but I'm glad this person, like, it's like karma. Like, the officer must have felt like, yes. Got, got him. him. Got that him. That is horrible. Yeah, and you could have hurt somebody. Absolutely. But and it's also just a dick move. Yeah, don't be a dick. PSA. No. All right. So. I like it. We are, I know I didn't at the beginning talk about where, so I did say this case was in Tampa. Right. But I'm going to specifically talk about Seminole Heights area. Mm -hmm. Um. So I did the trip advisor, not just to Tampa, but I kind of right, zeroed we in. We talked about the murder bridge. Yeah, and we talked like, about all right. the Tampa stuff. Yeah, yeah. So this is the Seminole Heights area. Okay. So according to visittampabay.com, the must-see thing to do is in Seminole Heights is the annual Seminole Heights home tour. Uh, this tour showcases the area's historic bungalows and reviews craftsmen, arts and crafts, Florida cracker, which I guess is a style of a house. Crackers, crackers. <laughs> <laughs> and florida um vernacular styles so See, i like doing that kind of stuff yeah I like yeah i well, would like that seminole heights is an area that um used to be super ghetto super yeah. like really run it's kind of like i'm trying to think of an area around here but it's all it's been like revitalized revitalized and all these young people are it's like very hipsterish now so like bayview yes i guess okay. it'd be like that and the houses are super cute. And mm -hmm. you can tell you go along these streets driving down there. And it's like you could tell these houses are older and then like this beautiful redone house. Yeah. So that was this. This is that tour is the number one thing to do. Cool. So um, how so it's a historic right, revitalized area. area. Yeah. Mm -hmm. One of the area's most famed structures is a Victorian house with a wraparound porch and is now home to Front Porch Bar and Grill. So this is a preferred casual dining spot. Mm -hmm. So you can check out unique works of glass art and watch live glass blowing demos cool. by an artist um, at the Phoenix Glass Studio um, where this lady's been like firing glass for more than three decades, specializes in cast glass sculpture. So this whole tour is like you go, you drive around, you see these really cool houses and they stop at this bar, which is like the most famous yeah. house in the area. And this lady's like blowing glass. Cool. Fucking cool. I, I was like, that's really nice. And I picked this because... This all happens in an, this murder happens in a historic, one of the historic homes. But they don't talk about that on the tour. Like, they should. Exactly. There'd be a lot more people like us doing it. Yeah. So, all right. I got to get into this story. All right. I'm ready. All right. So, from the outside, Stephen Lorenzo seemed a perfect fit for Seminole Heights, a historic neighborhood under moss-draped oak, which is really beautiful there. Oh, yeah. I bet. The electrician and home inspector inspector lent his tools and home repair skills to his neighbors, even rescuing a neighbor's cat from the pound and another neighbor's house from a fire. Wow. So he was like an ideal neighbor. Yeah. 
So, but inside his meticulously restored 1928 bungalow, Lorenzo drugged, raped, and tortured men he met at gay bars <gasps> or on the internet with an accomplice named Scott Schweikart, who is from Chicago, Illinois. Oh, shit. So, all right. So, Scott met Stephen in a chat room and agreed to fulfill a fantasy of torturing and killing men together. So, these fucks, I still don't understand how these people find each other. Okay, but, like, what would lead you to believe that it's okay to tell somebody that? Right. They had been texting, I guess, for a long time and like, oh, this is my fantasy and... Oh, come Ooh. down here and we can do this together. And that's was what happened. That is fucked up. Right? All right. So at least seven victims escaped, but two others who vanished in December 2003 apparently didn't. Oh. So Jason Galehouse was last seen in the early morning hours of December 20th, 2003 at a gay bar in West Tampa named for its street address, 2606. So when, um, so April and I went to Ybor City, mm -hmm. like we had our rehearsal dinner down there. It's kind of, uh, Ybor City used to be like a really awesome, like water street mm -hmm. for, for here, but then it got real like dirty and dingy, mm -hmm. but it's been restored. Now so it's like a historic nice. yeah. area. It's, it's cool. It's, um, a lot of Cuban influences. There's mm -hmm. chickens everywhere. Oh, fun. Yeah. And, um, a lot of like the cigar rolling from, yeah. and it's really neat, but this is where that club was 2606, but I had to put a fun fact. Club 2606 um, is now called Kristoff's. Like, and he spells it the way Christoph! I spell my cat's name. Like, <laughs> All right. And I remember this club because we used to go. It was really funny walking down Ybor City, like the strip, the main 7th yeah. Avenue. And like, oh, that used to be Tahiti Joe's and that used to be Club Hito. And I'm like, oh, dad, I used to dance on the bar at that one. And this is where we used to go. My friend Megan got her fake ID taken away and like yep. telling my dad all these. It was hilarious. Oh, okay. Okay. So and he's like, that's my girl. Yeah, uh, I mm -hmm. didn't know about any of these things. So Michael um, Wachholtz, Wach Wach I can't remember how to say his last name, vanished after he came home from work uh, before midnight, changed his clothes, and went out. 17 days later, his body was found in his Jeep Cherokee, wrapped in a sheet, and left in a Tampa parking lot. So Michael had been found. Mm -hmm. Jason, at this point, had not been found. His body had not been found. No and they one both knew. disappeared the same month? The same month, to a day apart. Okay. And they both were at Club 2606. So, so keep that info in your back pocket. Got it. All right. So in... Filed it away. Filed away. I got uh, yoga pants on, so no yeah. pockets. So put it I'll in your drive. Put it, it in my drive. <laughs> Are you texting? Are you okay. In November 2005, Lorenzo was indicted on federal charges of drugging, raping, and torturing six men who reportedly escaped from his Powhatan Avenue house between February 20, uh, 2000 and Fe July 2023. So, during all this, I I'll kind of get into the investigation because it's kind of going to go back and forth. Yeah. In 2007, uh, um the accomplice, received 40 years for his role in the druggings. Wow. So what happened is there was this investigation These after um, these people came forward that, hey, we had been drugged and raped. And um, so the Got police out. were kind of like looking after like this Scott, or, um, Stephen. And he had, so he was in jail. He had gone, he'd been arrested, gone through right. trial. And he was in jail for these drugs and these raping. Um, and they didn't know drugs. that he was responsible for the missing guy and the dead guy. Nope. Had no idea. So, so during the parallel investigations of um, the other walk, 
Wachholz and Gale House's, uh, his murder and then Gale House's disappearance, investigators are like, let's talk to Schweikart again. Just because he had just gotten, um, you know, 40 years for his part in the druggings, Lorenzo had gotten life. So he was wow. sitting in prison, yeah, for all these, for the six people who came forward saying that he drugged and raped him. Yeah. So, and then a lot of people in the community are like, you know, you got him for this, but you, you should look at these two people that have gone missing and that other guy that was murdered. And so they went to talk because the, I guess Scott was like the more, um, like loose one. He wasn't mm -hmm. like hard. Like he, he talked. Right. So this is when, uh, Schweikart confessed that Lorenzo had killed both men. So they had had loose evidence. They were kind of looking at Stephen Lorenzo, but not like hardcore. So still open so cases. So they just pressed him a little bit and he cracked. And he cracked, yep. And he spilled the beans. So Schweikart states that Lorenzo met Gale House and Wachholz. Wachholz. I need to look that up. Almost a day apart at 2606 and invited each back to his house for what the men thought would be consensual sex. Mm -hmm. It was not. And when the men struggled, um, Scott said... Lorenzo subdued them, placing Gale House in a sleeper hold and covering Wachholz's Holt's face with an um, ether-soaked rag. I was just... I knew it was going to be ether. Really? I knew it for some reason. That you they he, like, drugged him or whatever? Yeah. Is that, like, chloroform? I don't know what ether is. It's, like, ether, like, alcohol. Okay, something like that. Yeah. Okay. So neither the men um, revived, so they died from the sleeper hole choking him out and then but he also probably they were drinking and yeah. all those things so uh schweikart then told police that he and lorenzo dismembered the body of jason galehouse put the, dismembered mm -hmm, put the pieces in garbage bags and scattered them in trash bags throughout tampa on december 19th so a couple days after he says we just drove around tampa and disposed of his body that's why he was never found the next night, Lorenzo and Schweikart allegedly drugged, raped, and killed Michael Wachholz, wrapping him in a bedsheet and leaving him in his Jeep. So that's the guy in the Jeep. So, crazy. Just crazy, crazy. So after um, Schweikart's confession, confession, because he had actually went back to Chicago. Like, he came down to Tampa, yeah. hung out, did all these crazy shit with and him. And he's like, all right, I'm out of here. And then he left. I'm going to go back. And then it's been all those years later that they... So this was, yeah, 2003 this happened, and then this was 2016, or 15 or 16. Okay, so after the confession, investigators returned to Lorenzo's house, seizing the cobblestone bricks in the garage where they said they had dismembered the body. Um, and so they, so they took the bricks. This also led police to a cache of nearly half a million images on Lorenzo's computer. <gasps> so he had gone to, he's in prison now, but his house was still there. Sure. So they were able to go in, pull up the bricks. His computer was still there. So like, oh, let's just take this as evidence too, as we're they're investigating this murder. So um, pictures of them dead. Yeah. So there was a cache of millions of photographs, and in those photographs were photo um, pictures of Wachholz's dead body taken at Lorenzo's house. He fucked up. Gail House's DNA was found in a pool of blood, that dry blood, under the floor of Lorenzo's garage. Got him. Bam, son. Yep. So it took nine years to build this murder case. Wow. So while he work, was in though. prison and they were just going back and forth. Um, and I, a lot of it was, uh, yeah, just community, like reaching out, like you need, like pressing the police. Look into this. Look mm -hmm. into this. Look into this. So it took nine years to build the case. And in 2016, Scott Schweikart pled guilty to two counts of first degree murder and received life in prison. 
this was a plea deal to testify against Lorenzo. Mm -hmm. So this mother, Lorenzo, is still awaiting trial. Yes, six years. How? Six years and counting. He has pulled numerous BS stunts to extend the trial, including insanity pleas, representing himself. Um, his latest, well, then COVID happened, and that right. kind of set things. And then his latest thing is um, he doesn't think the video um, and the pictures should be, he's representing himself, so he doesn't feel like that should be left and put in evidence. He wants to see all that before. Um, he should oh, have, like, okay. so what, you can relive it, you sick fuck. Yeah, because you want to get joy out of that again? What you did, yeah. Fucking asshole. So that's what he's doing now. So his Lore um, let Lorenzo's me, let next me see court that date again. Yeah, is July 15th, 2022. So he has a court date next week. Isn't that crazy? When we're in Dominican. Yeah. So we'll have to be paying attention to what happens. And uh, this guy's crazy. Wait till you see pictures of this guy. I can't wait. Crazy fuck. So, yeah, that is the case of Steven Lorenzo and Scott Schweikart. Damn. In Seminole Heights. It, like I said, it just still boggles my mind where it's like, what kind of conversation are you having to lead up to that being like an okay thing to say? Yeah. You know what my fantasy is? Yeah. Like, okay, if you're like talking about fantasies or like, oh, mm -hmm. I do this or do that, blah, blah, blah. But then like, yeah. How are you Be getting comfortable to, that to drop point that bomb. with somebody? Right. Like, we're really good friends. Yeah, and we talked about, like, that's how we even became better friends is when I knew you were into true crime and right. I was into true crime. And, like, we're like, oh, my gosh, it's great. Yeah. But that's a whole nother level. I mean, yeah. I don't have any of those kinds of fantasies. Same. Just so you know. Same. Like, no. One time I hit a cat. You did? My car when I was 19 and, like, literally, like, wrecked me for, like, yeah. weeks. Oh, that's like my biggest. I would not. It was hit terrible. An I was on like a country road and I ran over a farm cat. Aww. And I pulled over and I went to the farm to say I hit one of your cats. Yeah. And this old farmer is like, ah, it's fine. Yeah. Like he didn't, he didn't care because they're just there to keep fine. nice. And it just like wrecked me. Yeah. So there's no way that I could kill a person. I mean, if I had to, if it was me or them. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's different. Me, though, but that'd be hard. Oh, I hate an that, anything about animals. Okay, I have a kind of funny story to kind of lighten the mood here. All right. Um, so Doug, growing up, he had like a shit ton of animals. Mm -hmm. you know, he used to bury all his animals in the backyard, and in doing so, he would dig up old animals. That's how many animals he had. Oh, weird. But he said at one time he had this cat Snickers, um, and one day he just went out and it was dead. It was dead in the. Um, mm -hmm. Anyway. So he's like, oh, that's Snickers. So he took it and he buried it. And then the day after, he's like, oh, there's Snickers in the tree. And then, what? <laughs> like, he saw, he's got, like, some pet cemetery shit. That so he's like, up. that's Snickers. Well, who did we just bury? Well, apparently, like, the guy across the street, like, they're inside cats, so they never saw right. each other. Like, uh, he went over there, he's like, um, I think, I think we must have hit your cat and buried it. And he's, apparently, the guy's like, no, that's my cat. Right there, that's that's my cat. He's like, nope, that's my cat Snickers. And I guess his mom was there and like called Snickers, like, oh, Snickers, come here. And like the cat got down and ran inside. Yeah. It's like, yeah, that's my cat. We buried your cat. We sorry, we hit your, somebody hit your cat. But isn't that weird? That is odd. Like, it's a whole weird story. Like, he's like, oh, I just got to bury. He'll, he tells the story way bury better. Snickers. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I just buried. Um, what was the cat's, uh, the dog's name? And he's like, I thought I was hitting a tree root, but nope, I was digging up Layla or something. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> Please have 
always have pets responsibly. Yeah. <laughs> Don't have that many animals. Anyway. Okay. So post content, um, I went to uh, Steve Lorenzo's bungalow, 213. It nice? It's beautiful. Yeah. West Powhatan, 213 West Powhatan Avenue. It's in Seminole Heights. It has a really pretty porch. And as I was, okay. while we were there, they were doing um, uh, like Con not construction, but like a lawn la landscape crew was there. So we had to kind of wait a second before, like a few minutes before they yeah. left. But it's a really, really pretty area. And when I say like moss, oh, it's super cute, moss draped tree lined yeah, I'm streets, looking. it's like Savannah. It's, yep, that's it. It's very I'm looking pretty. at this, all the cute neighborhood. It's very. And the house is like, the front looks really small, but it goes really deep. Really deep, like those looks, houses in New Orleans. Yes. Yeah, it's really cool. All right, so do you want to you wanna hear what Snoop has to say about... Oh, always. Yes, so I thought this quote was pretty good. The most important decision I've made in business, the choices of people I have around me. Absolutely. So, yes, very true. But Stephen's like, she should not have kept the uh, company and did business with Lorenzo. Like, No, he should have stayed his ass in cold yeah. Chicago. Yeah, stayed home, stopped talking about your shit. Play some video games if you have some weird fantasies. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Don't. Yeah. All right. So. Good one. If you want to email us your weird. <laughs> am I going to open this up? Yeah. Weird, weird fantasy. Email Heather at. <laughs> email me. Podcast at gmail.com. You find us on Instagram. Downward Elaine. Slide on my DMs. Tell me your weird shit. <laughs> your if you want me to be your sugar baby. <laughs> Do it. about that. Uh, Facebook, Downward Lane, a true crime podcast. So, yeah. Oh, and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Yeah. We haven't talked about that in a while. Or maybe we just didn't um, last we episode. Haven't, we have some reviews on... Um, on what? Spotify? I know. I need to 4. get... 4.3 stars. Hey. That's like... That's I'm legit. glad it's not five because it's just like, oh, look, all of your friends are reviewing you. Yeah. Some people don't like us and that's okay. That's all right. Yeah. We're not for everybody. This makes us look legit. We are in 4.3 stars. Yeah. And... Any good reviews or any funny reviews you want to read on a... Let's see. Because that... I There's love that, that shit. one that was hating on us. About... Our bad terminology. People tweakers. Yeah. Because we make fun of people that are... Bad... Yeah, which we are not going to stop doing. Yeah, sorry. If you're a piece of shit, we're going to say it. Um, 4.4 stars. Oh, 4.4. Okay. Yeah. I'm all right with this. Yeah. I like I like reviews. I like reading the reviews. The good ones, okay, funny, but I the, the negative ones really get me going. Like, I, I chuckle. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> it's funny. It does make me laugh. Um, we do definitely have... Two one-star reviews and one two-star review. What does the two what does a two star review say? The two-star review is the judge judgy and outdated oh. terminology. Well, read the one star ones. Pretty sure that's fucking Linda. <laughs> Linda, Some we're not buying just your leave book. Us the, the star and they don't write Oh, they don't review. say anything. Besides that, it's a five star and then we have one four star. Oh, that's alright. Yeah. We're happy. I'm fine. Happy with that. Sarah's so. gonna hate. Yep. Right. It's gonna play. Gonna keep going. Yep. All right. So until next time, take that trip, but pack wisely. You never know who you'll run into. Hopefully, Hopefully not. Yeah. Scott and Steven. Crazy Thanks. fuckers. No shit. All right. Down murder, murder lane. lane. Bye.